Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Hustle Sanely podcast. We are jumping into episode 14 today, and the episode is titled Five Tips to Get More Done. I wish that you could see how big my smile is right now. I'm thinking you could probably hear how big it is right now, if that's a thing. But I'm so stoked that we are kicking off our productivity series today. And let me tell you something, all things organization and productivity make my heart burst, which I guess is a good thing since I do own a productivity-based business, you know? But the whole reason that I started Hustle Sanely is because I was getting asked often how I accomplished so much stuff every day while still having a positive attitude and spending time with my loved ones. As an Enneagram 3, I am super intrinsically motivated when it comes to busting my butt to make my goals happen. If you've never heard of the Enneagram, girl, Google it because it has been such a helpful tool in my like self-growth, personal development journey. But anyways, I will not go off on an Enneagram tangent right now. But like I was saying, I'm super intrinsically motivated when it comes to working toward my goals. So it makes me feel some type of way to check things off of my to-do list. But I know that not everybody is wired that way and that some of us need just a little extra push to make stuff happen. Well, I got you, girl. Today, I am sharing five tips that will help you improve your time management so you can get more done. You know that I respect your time and we like to keep our episodes short, sweet, and to the point. So we're just going to jump right into tip number one, and that is focus on doing less each day. Hold up. What? Isn't that the opposite of getting more done? Actually, no, it's not. Here's the deal. Getting a lot done is great, but getting the right stuff done is better. How many times have you made a giant daily task list only to start working on the somewhat unimportant things first just so you can tick them off? I'm talking to you, people who write things on your to-do list after you do them just so you can check them off. No shade. Do people still say shade? I don't know. Either way, no shade. But here is what I've learned. For most people, seeing a long AF to-do list staring back up at them is overwhelming. I don't care if the tasks on the list are make bed, brush teeth, walk dog, make coffee, work out, shower. Like those things as individual tasks are not a big deal. And a lot of them are part of our normal day anyway. But seeing them all written out as one big list is daunting. Your daily task list is not where you should be doing your brain dumps. If you feel like you need a place to dump all of your looming to-dos so that you can clear up some headspace, then by all means do that. I actually do it myself. I use my digital journal for this exact purpose. And actually, you can grab one for free at jessicamassey.com slash digital planners. You can just download it, put your email, and it will send you right to the digital journal. It's a 
blank notebook with lined paper, dotted paper, blank paper, and graph paper. And that's where you can do your brain dumps because I do not want you doing your brain dumps on your daily task list. Those are two completely different things. I'm a fan of creating a schedule using the time blocking method to nail down the big picture of my responsibilities each day. But when it comes to my actual to-do list, I like to keep that baby short and sweet. Here's the deal. What we spend our time on each day is what makes up our lives. Don't fill your days with meaningless tasks that aren't essential to being done by you that day. Before you allow a task to take up space on your daily list, assess it. Does it need to be done right now? And does it need to be done by me? If you can answer no to either of these questions, then it probably doesn't belong on your daily task list right now. Pop it on a brain dump page that you visit bi-weekly or monthly, but do not put stuff like that on your daily task list. Every evening, I spend five minutes, seriously, that's it, no more than that, creating an action plan for the following day. I like to use my daily planning notepad from the Hustle Stanley Shop, specifically the leopard print one, but you do what works for you. First, I write down my top three priorities for that day, and I make a mental note that as long as I get these three things done, the day was a success, and I don't need to feel like I didn't accomplish enough even if my task list didn't get complete. This ensures that the most important things get done each day instead of me floundering my energy on little, less important stuff. And honestly, when I get my big, important things done first, I usually end up feeling energized by that, and then I can crank through the smaller things a lot quicker because I'm not starting with trying to do the smaller tasks while simultaneously panicking over how I need to hurry up and finish them so that I can get to my main three tasks that day. Choosing a top three helps me to be present and accomplish all of my set things with excellence. I don't like long running to-do lists because the reality is they never get completed in one day. Tasks end up rolling over to the next day forever and ever and ever, and you never feel that sense of completion. And for me, that opens the gate to anxiousness and not being able to be present with my friends and family after work hours. Instead, I'm thinking about all of the things that I did not get done and all of the things that I need to do tomorrow. The Bible says it best, therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that is Matthew 6, 34 from the Christian Standard Bible. Even if you're not a follower of Jesus, girl, that is a good word. Be present today. Tomorrow stuff will be there tomorrow. To get more done, make sure you are focusing on less and doing the important stuff first. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is ditch multitasking. Yep, that's right. I am not a fan of multitasking. And let me give you a little disclaimer. I used to be the queen of multitasking. Like I was wearing the crown. I'd have my hand on four different projects at once. I was the person responding to DMs while eating lunch, while typing up the paper that's due tomorrow. And guess how I felt nine times out of 10? Frazzled. I guarantee if you give all of your attention to one thing at a time, that it will be better for your mental health. Hustle sanely, anyone? Hello? Hello? 
and that you'll get your task completed with excellence, which let's break down what that means because I keep saying it in this episode. I think I've already said it twice. Dictionary.com defines excellence as the quality of being outstanding or extremely good, aka you're bringing top-notch quality work to the table. If you're trying to juggle 16 different things at once, girl, they are all going to be kind of janky, like halfway done or finished, but quickly. So with noticeable half effort, you cannot give something 100% if you're working on multiple other things at the same time. It's just not possible. So tackle your tasks and project one by one. Don't be tempted to start one thing, move on to the next when the first one is halfway done and so on. I've used this analogy before but imagine you have five empty cups on the counter and you have to fill all five up. You don't grab one, fill it up a little bit, put it back on the counter, grab another one, fill it up a little, go back to the first one, add a little bit more water, then grab the third one, fill it up a a quarter of the way. Like you don't do it like that. You fill up the first one, you put it back down. You fill up the second one, you put it back down and so on. All the cups get filled. There is no chaos of reaching and grabbing and spilling. When you focus on completing one thing and then moving on to the next, you are operating in flow. And chances are you'll get more accomplished that way because your headspace won't be so dang cluttered. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My team and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. Oh, and guess what? Once a month, I choose a reviewer to send just a little thank you to. It could be a free coaching call with me, a tea from the merch shop, or a digital planner. So press pause. Go leave us a raving review and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. So again, tip number two is to ditch multitasking. Focus on one thing at a time. Tip number three is create a schedule. I think I've talked about this on the podcast like 55 times, but we're only 14 episodes in and we're going to keep on talking about it, okay? I'm telling you that creating a schedule is life-changing. Having a schedule allows you to focus on actually getting the stuff done that you need to get done done instead of spinning your wheels wondering what you should be working on. Flying by the seat of your pants every day is all good and fun until things start slipping through the cracks and you miss important deadlines or forget to pick up your kid from school because your brain is scattered and you don't know what types of things you're doing at 8 a.m. versus 4 p.m. on any given day. I prefer to create a pretty structured schedule using time blocking, but that's not the only way to do it. My husband is way less rigid than I am when it comes to scheduling, but he still has like his own method that he's created, and it's a scheduling system that works for him and his personality type. He knows the flow of his days and the way his brain is wired. He doesn't get tempted to multitask like I do, so he doesn't need to give himself time bounds on things in order to stay focused on a single task at a time. So if the way you have your schedule laid out doesn't make sense to somebody else, Who cares? Seriously, as long as it makes sense to you, keep on keeping on with it. Just make sure that you have some sort of schedule so that you're holding yourself accountable to what you're doing every day. 
Tip number four is pay attention to your energy level. Not all tasks are created equally. So what does that mean? Certain tasks require more of your energy than others. So for example, on the days that I have coaching calls, I don't schedule other heavy energy things. Instead, I opt for doing stuff like creating graphics or working on admin tasks. These kinds of things take time, but they don't take a lot of my brain power, so they pair well with coaching because coaching does take a lot of my brain power. I like to see it as strategically spreading out my brain power. If I tried to write four podcast scripts on a coaching day, for example, I'm pretty sure my brain would combust because both of those tasks, they require a whole lot of mental energy from me. It would be really hard to give my all at both of those things on one single day, okay? So take some time to map out your usual tasks and batch and schedule them according to how much energy they require. This is such a practical way to make sure that you're not overextending yourself mentally and ending up fried at the end of each day, which means you can go home in the evening and spend solid quality time with your loved ones because you didn't squeeze out every last drop you had working on your daily to-do list. That brings us right into tip number five, which is find a planning system that actually works for you. This one is pretty self-explanatory, but I think it's worth mentioning anyway, especially this time of year because we see everyone setting up their pretty planners or organizing their Google calendars by color, and we are tempted to want to do what looks good on Instagram. I'm I'm right there with you, girl. I am right there with you. Well, if you choose something that doesn't work for you, you're not going to stick with it, period. You've got to find a planning system that jives with you because that's the only way that you're actually going to use it. In my six-week Hustle Sanely time management program, there is a whole entire week dedicated to figuring out your planning style, and I go into detail, like deep detail, about my planning system. I have my clients take a quiz to figure out what their planning style is, and then I recommend some planning tools that might suit their needs. Which, speaking of the program, I'll be opening enrollment for it very soon. If you have no idea what I am talking about, it's a six-week program where I teach you how to prioritize your tasks, manage your time, and ditch your doubts so you can accomplish your goals without sacrificing your mental health and relationships. If this sounds like your jam, you can head over to jessicamassey.com slash hustle sanely waitlist to get on the list so you're notified when the program is available. Last year, I ran through this program with over 20 women, and it was incredible, you guys. I cannot wait to relaunch it even better than before. Okay, so let's recap the five things that you can do to get more done. Number one was focus on doing less. Number two, ditch multitasking. Number three, create a schedule. Number four, Pay attention to your energy levels. And number five, find a planning system that actually works 
for you. Okay, so that's all I've got for you today, friend. I hope you're leaving here feeling equipped to put some of these strategies into practice so you can start moving the needle and getting more done, not just more, more important things done. If you want to continue this conversation, I go live in the Hustle Sanely Squad Facebook group every Tuesday around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to chat with y'all about each week's episode and to answer any questions that you have or unpack anything. I like to call them mini trainings. It's just another way that I like to serve you for supporting me here on the Hustle Sanely podcast. And don't worry, if you miss the live, I save them in the Facebook group so you can rewatch the replay at your leisure anytime during the week. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. I so appreciate you tuning into today's show. I hope it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story. Tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and even share it on my story. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, make sure to visit jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week, friend. Until then, keep hustling sanely.